Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Fantasy Pros Dynasty Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Bogman. Follow me on the Twitter, at Bogman Sports. I'm joined, as always, by Pat Fitzmorris, at Fitz underscore FF Fitzy, what's going on, man? You ready to do a super flex dynasty startup mock? Oh, I am always ready for dynasty startup drafts, Boggs. So, yes, very excited and very excited. Uh, it's not going to be just the two of us today. That's right. I am going to be uh, working the board and the pauses and everything. Debro and Fitz are going to be drafting. That means Debro is here with us at Debro underscore FFB on the Twitter machine. Debro, ready for some dynasty action on Superflex? Oh, I'm so ready, Boggs. I mean, look, I just dropped my top 15 startup must-haves on the site right now, and your boy Kenny Pickett is in there. So I think it's a good day for all of us, man. I'm going to throw you into this. That's right. That's right. Uh, Welsh was wondering the other day, would you be willing to do a Sky Moore versus Juju bet again this year, Debro? Ooh. Uh, um, yeah, considering Juju is going to be bad on the Patriots. Let's okay. rock it. Let's run it back. Yep. All right. Well, let's bring pink it back. Pink beard all, baby. Let's That's go. right. Somebody's going to have a pink beard again <laughs> at the end of the season. We're getting bets in before this mock. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and look, on this mock, you guys, uh, we're going to be using this doing our Fantasy Pros mock draft lobby over at fantasypros.com slash draft wizard, just like you'll see today. Our multi-user drafts allow you to practice quick and fun mock drafts against both real and CPU opponents today. It's all listeners. It's all people from the Fantasy Pros Discord that are going to be on here with us using the same easy-to-use interface as our draft simulator. Uh, while public mock drafts are, aren't available yet, you can easily invite your friends to a private mock draft. Check it out today over at fantasypros.com slash draft wizard. Are you gents ready to get rolling and draft some players in the dynasty startup? Because here we go. All right. Run hags is up first. We'll see. Uh, we had um, the computer kind of steered away from the QBs uh, initially in our last mock that we did. So uh, we'll see how this one goes here. 30-second picks. We're going to get moving here pretty fast as soon as we get rolling. I, I got a question for you, Boggs. Sure. Um, where are we setting the over-under for QBs that go in the first round? What do you think that's at? Nine? Ten? Uh, let's where, go. Where, where's that line? Mm, let's go with six or seven. I Ooh, think a little bit lower than, low. than your initial Okay. Thought. 
Um, goes Patrick Mahomes, number one. So I would say I would set the bar at eight and a half. What do you think, Fitz? Yeah, that's a good over under. I think. Mm-hmm. I think that's a pretty solid over under. Eight and a half. And sounds I would probably about still right. take the over. <laughs> All right, we're going quick now, boys. Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, top three picks. So you know, let me uh, let me rephrase that, Debro. What I meant was eleven. Um, <laughs> 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 is it okay if I change my uh, yeah, yeah. pick here completely now? The host. I'm just riding, okay? <laughs> Let's see what T-Max got here. Uh, Joe Burrow. So the first four picks are all QBs. Uh, Pigbird up next, followed by A-Rod. Then Debro at seven. Lucha Libre at eight. Fitzy is at nine. Foxworth at 10. Devin's 49ers at 11. And then Moody is at 12. JJ to Team Pigbird at pick number five. So A-Rod is up, and then D-Bro, who are you going to be disappointed if they get snatched up one pick in front of you here, D-Bro? I mean, I'm fine with any of these guys, to be honest. Um, Lamar Jackson just went ahead of me, and so I'm staring at my choice of Justin Herbert, uh, T-Law, or Justin Fields. Mm, um, I know who you know Fitz would take. So uh, For me, um, man, this is a really good <laughs> spot. I'm, You know what? I love Justin Fields, but God darn it. I'm going to take Justin Herbert here, dude. Um, All right. It really, this just comes down to when I get in super flex drafts, I and I preach this religiously, and you've heard this already if you've been in our Discord. You draft quarterbacks, you don't trade for them. So I'm not going to surprise anybody by saying that I am going QB QB in these first few rounds. That's what I do every super flex startup draft that I'm in. Because guess what? I don't want to sit here and pay your high prices for QBs and super flex. I draft them. I want them on my team immediately. So after Herbert, Lucha Libre uh, reaches back into the wide receiver, takes Jamar Chase, and Fitz, you are up for your first pick at number nine here. All right, I'm going with Bijan here. And, uh, you know, normally it would be my position to take a quarterback here. I want to try something a little different. I want to do this startup with Bijan. I do think he is going to be like a, you know, difference-making running back for a while. So we're going to try this in kind of a, a reverse approach. And, uh, yeah. I'm I'm taking Bijan. Let the chips fall, man. That's what that's what mocks are for. You know, uh, mocks are to try different strategies out, try different things, see what works, see what doesn't work for you. Uh, so after you took Bijan Foxworth with Trevor Lawrence. So Fitz, I mean, look, I know you went Bijan with this one, but I so I want to bring this up, and I got a question to ask you because obviously, like with going the running back in the first round you're going to need some of these quarterbacks to kind of fall and stuff. Two of the guys I just wrote up in my must-have startup guys are Daniel Jones and Kenny Pickett. And while those names might sound gross to a lot of people, they got two to three years certainty. Like if you're going to sit here and go into the dumpster of like these QB twos or late QB ones, any of these guys kind of sticking out to you as far as quarterbacks you're going to target after going running back? Yeah. I mean, probably Daniel Jones. He's going to be one, and I, I do think he has a pretty good future and is a, a reasonable dynasty option. You know, as a guy you can hang your hat on. And if Deshaun Watson makes it to me, I mean, I'm probably going there. Actually, it's going to be probably Deshaun, Dak, or Anthony Richardson before Daniel Oh, Jones. don't snipe me on A-Rich. Don't do that, bitch. I already had feeling it was coming. Don't do that. Don't bring that pain to me. All right. So after uh, after Trevor Lawrence, and we got uh, JT to Devin. Uh, then Moody went with Fields and CeeDee Lamb. Uh, Brees Hall to Devin with the second pick. So Devin is avoiding the QBs and going RBs here. Foxworth 
takes AJ Brown after Trevor Lawrence and uh, fits you are up. So no one doubling up QBs here. He takes a rich at uh, that pick. So snipes D bro uh, Lucha Libre is up and then D bros uh, going to be full on youth here. movement here. D bro. I mean, I'm leaning into it with the rookies Love it. with Dijon and Anthony Richards. And this is going to be a, uh, you know, maybe a productive struggle approach, but man, if, if both of these guys pop right away, um, you know, I'm set up with with youth and, uh, you know, two impact youngsters. Uh, Lucha Libre goes with a double wide receiver set, Jamar Chase and Jalen Waddle, and Debro is on the clock. So I was really hoping that Anthony Richardson was going to fall to me, but you know what? I'm going to embrace risk and volatility. I'm going to stay with my approach and go QBs here. I'm going to embrace the risk that is Deshaun Watson. Look, I understand the volatility that I'm embracing with this. If he sucks... Okay, fine. Then I'm probably getting mid QB two production out of him. Fine. He's obviously my QB two in this build so far. But if he goes back to top three, top five type of status, the tandem of Justin Herbert and Deshaun Watson could possibly win me weeks in Superflex. Got you. Got you. So uh, you're the first to double up on the QBs, Herbert and Watson. Uh, A Rod here takes Garrett Wilson. Pigbird snaps up Christian McCaffrey. And now we're into the top four who all took quarterbacks. Uh, T-Mac, Tater Wolf, Scotty Parlay, and uh, Run Hags all have QBs. So we're going to see who doubles up where. Lots of good wide receivers and RB still on the board. Obviously, wide receivers lasting longer. So we see more of those guys going. Uh, but kind of in the on the in-between here, Fitz, is there someone in particular you're hoping falls is it one of those qbs since you waited and took richardson or are you hoping that maybe some qbs get snapped up and you see some of these running backs or wide receivers fall back to you i mean it's not going to happen but i'd love to see chris Olave fall um because I, okay. I want like a young receiver here or or you know i i think it's probably going to be more like a drake london for me with the next pick or maybe even uh maybe i'll go full rookie and go jsn can I ask you guys a question about our, our guy Pigbird took Christian McCaffrey at 208. Where do you guys generally think he should go? I mean, I know he's more for the teams that are trying to win right away than the teams that are trying to do like the slow build. But um, I don't know. He's always a, a confusing guy for me to handle in uh, dynasty startups. Yeah, it fits for me. Uh, I'm still uh, there goes Olave uh, and then Jameer Gibbs. Uh, of course here. Uh, but yeah, for me, I'm still very high on Christian McCaffrey because it's like, I think if you get two or three more peak years with him, I think it's worth more than taking a guy that yes, is going to be good, but he's not going to have that elite level ceiling that Christian McCaffrey has. So, you know, if it's Charbonnet, who is, you know, almost a decade younger and all that stuff um, versus Christian McCaffrey, I'm still going to take Christian McCaffrey because, Yes, Charbonnet may last longer, but he I don't know that he ever hits that CMC ceiling uh, that, that we're seeing. So um, QB's falling here. Uh, Jameer Gibbs goes with the first pick in the third round, followed by Stephon Diggs and Devontae Smith. Uh, T-Mac is up for his fourth, uh, his third pick, fourth pick in the third round. Then Pigbird, A-Rod, and D-Bro. So uh, who, who is it looking like, D-Bro, with this next pick for you? If the board falls the way that I want it to, I mean, for me, it, it's after I go QB QB and a lot of these things, then I start building out my wide receiver room. And 
the thing that when you get into a startup, I want to keep flexibility in these first few rounds. So you don't know a lot of times until you've gotten through six, seven rounds of a startup on how your build is kind of looking. Is it really young? Is it more win now? What's that look like? But the one thing I can tell you right now is if you start your, your Superflex Dynasty builds with strong QB room, strong wide receiver room, that's going to give you the flexibility to be honestly, like you could do whatever you want with that team. Like even if you're like your team implodes and it sucks this year and you're like looking at next year and you're like, crap, I might have to tear some of this down and start rebuilding things immediately. The way that I start rebuilds is QB room, wide receiver room, and then I build out running backs and tight ends later. So right now I'm building the core and the, and the backbone of my team that is through quarterback wide receivers and that's where i want to go with these guys and oh baby drake <laughs> london fell and he's not gonna fall anymore baby come on now <laughs> you can always uh count on d bro uh for a good clip there that is good stuff so after uh Devontae smith went then we saw uh t-mac double up with the qbs going bryce young Cooper Cup to Pigbird, who seems to be just taking BPA uh, every single time. A-Rod takes Mark Andrews, a first tight end off the board. Then Drake London. Lucha Libre takes uh, CJ Stroud. And then fits with the Kyler Murray pick. You are going with the all-upside QB room here, my friend. Fitz, that, yeah, uh, that like, sniping of Drake London was because you took A-Rich. I got you back there, buddy. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> you did get me back. I would definitely have uh, snap taken uh London there, but um, yeah, man, I think uh, Murray tends to be a little undervalued now, and I think the knee injury has sort of exacerbated that, and the fact that Arizona's going to be a dumpster fire this year. I mean, it's very <laughs> possible Murray doesn't even play this year with the, the Cardinals in rebuild mode, and maybe they tank and get the number one pick and go for Caleb Williams, but in that case, someone is going to want Kyler Murray. I mean, this is a young mobile quarterback and i i know like you know he hasn't taken arizona the, to the promised land yet and maybe some of their fans are feeling like he's not the solution for them but um this guy puts up he piles up fantasy points i've had him on dynasty teams and he absolutely piles up fantasy points i uh i think it's a great pick uh, Travis Kelsey, the next pick, Travis Etienne after that. And to close out the third round, we see Dak Prescott go to Moody. So uh, Moody, Fitz, Debro, T-Mac are the only ones that have doubled up uh, QBs here so far. Kyle Pitts goes to Devin. Devin is going with the all-youth team. Um, then we see Foxworth snap up Daniel Jones, a pick ahead of Fitz. And you are up after Pollard. Pitts and Daniel Jones to start the fourth round here. What's it going to be, Fitzy? Going to keep the youth movement going, Boggs. I'm taking JSN. Ooh, JSN. Oh, JSN. I like it. You suck. Yeah, Fitz. I mean, I. Okay. That's. <laughs> damn it. That was a good pick. Three rookies. So, uh, you know, this is a dude who put up 1,600 yards while playing alongside Chris Olave mm -hmm. and Garrett Wilson at Ohio State. And, uh, you know, like I didn't love the landing spot for him. Um, you know, I'm not totally convinced that suddenly Seattle's going to be three wide receiver happy. Um, you know, this is a team that's used a lot of two tight end sets. I don't know if they're going to get away from that, but we know Tyler Lockett's probably not long for Seattle. Um, you know, there was even some thought last year that maybe DK Metcalf wasn't long for Seattle. So JSN's going to be a staple there. Um, yeah, I'm just 
very confident in his prospect profile. And the rule is, is you draft the talent versus mm-hmm. the spot in dynasty. Like if, if the talent is buried, you have to, uh, you know, you have to think that the cream is going to rise to the top. So I think, um, you know, that's using the old noodle Fitzy. I like and it. I see, after you took, I see Debro got his guy, man. <laughs> yeah. After you took JSN, then Najee to Lucha Libre. I love that pick. Uh, Debro takes Christian Watson, then T Higgins and Tua uh, for Pigbird's first QB. But uh, tell me about Watson, Debro. Why is Watson your guy? Well, two things here. I want to point out the fact that with Fitz bypassing quarterback, this board couldn't have laid out any better for you, Fitz. I mean, the quarterback's falling. You're able to get Kyler Murray as your second QB and stuff. Like, this really was a great board and the way this draft is unfolding for how you started early in this team. Like, that's the bet you were making by going Bijan round one that, okay, well, maybe the quarterbacks fall and I can get some of these guys anyway. This is the perfect run out for that. But yeah, man, I mean, I just talked about you build with quarterbacks, you build with wide receivers. I love youth and I love future alphas. The guys that are in that four pack of second year wide receivers that put up alpha type of metrics in their rookie seasons. That was Drake London, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Christian Watson. So you're telling me that I just got two out of those four guys at cheaper cost than Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave? Dude, I might start stripping out and running naked laps around this room right now on the show. I'm I'm ecstatic about this start. Well, uh, please don't. We are uh, on video as well. So you think YouTube uh, would flag that, or were they just like? Would I, that, would I, that I think like, I, I think they might flag it. Uh, you know, no guarantees, of course. But so, and it's an interesting dichotomy as to where these QBs will fall in a super flex. Because yes, you have to have the QBs, and it's numbers game, like we mentioned before, which is why Debro went QB QB. But also, it's an arms race at wide receiver, right? Like you have to have good wide receivers to survive in a league, uh, in a dynasty league, because they last so long. Um, so we're seeing a ton of wide receivers go and to end out the fourth after, uh, you took Watson. Then we saw Higgins Tua, Kenneth Walker, Josh Jacobs, Devonte Adams, Ramondre Stevenson. Now we're kind of seeing people get desperate for these running backs. Uh, and then to start the fifth round, DK Metcalf, Austin Eckler and Nick Chubb so far. So, um, T-Mac, do you feel desperate about the running backs bugs? Like not to interrupt, but like. I don't feel desperate though. Like if people are getting desperate, this running back, a plethora that we still have available to us looks pretty darn good from where I'm sitting. Well, I, I think that some of the best ones are long in the tooth. Like, uh, Fitz mentioned with Christian McCaffrey, right? Uh, Josh Jacobs has had the one good year. Kenneth Walker now has Charbonnet to deal with. So it's just, there's less options. I mean, uh, Pigbert takes Trey Lance. That's an interesting pick to pair with two. He's going all risk QBs here. It's lots of upside, baby. I mean, that's all risk, all upside. So a rod with Geno. So now the QB is starting to thin out a little bit. I'm, I'm kind of at odds of myself, boys. Like, do I go wide receiver again? Do I visit the running back room? There's a few guys I like here on the board. Ah, screw it. Like, uh, you know what? I'm just going to stick to my guns. Give me Jerry Judy here. Judy. All right. Uh, a good pick. You sticking with the wide receivers. Yeah. I mean, you just mentioned that there's a bunch of running backs that you like anyway. So I think you'll be good. Uh, with the other part about this is the NFL is kind of telling us that the, the, the age of the workhorse, the bell cow is almost dead. So if the NFL is telling me they hate running backs in dynasty, we need to adjust a little bit and say, well, 
so much that I hate running backs, but I'm willing to sit here and piece together a running back room in Dynasty more than I am in Redraft. And I'm just going to build again, like I talked about, build the backbone of my team, wide receivers, QBs to start. Uh, so Michael Pittman fits. I like that pick. Uh, tell us about Pittman. Well, I'm stacking him with Anthony Richardson. And, uh, you know, it's funny, like I, I sense that after a lot of people were on Pittman last year, maybe there's um, been a bit of a cooling off for him. And maybe it has something to do with uh, the fact that he's going to be paired with a rookie quarterback. But um, I, I, like, I'm still really high on Pittman. I mean, I think he's kind of done nothing but show us uh, that he's going to be a, a really high volume receiver for a long time. And, um, you know, maybe he doesn't operate as deep downfield as you would like. Uh, but you know, they've, they've kind of got Alec Pierce to be that deep downfield specialist, but I think as a, like an intermediate receiver, uh, Pittman's just going to be a mainstay for a long time. And I, I expect him to, you know, be a solid wide receiver, one wide receiver, two for just years to come. So good anchor wide receiver, I think for a dynasty team, solid pick. Yeah. And I like the stacking with Anthony Richard uh, Richardson after you took Pittman, then JK Dobbins goes to Foxworth, Chris Godwin to uh, Devin and Moody takes Jordan Addison. And before we move on uh, to the sixth round, uh, subscribe to fantasy pros, YouTube channel and comment below on this video, because when you do, you could win a free FRWE upgrade to fantasy pros premium, whether you're looking for custom mock drafts, salary cap tools, or in-depth analysis of your fantasy performance, fantasy pros premium has the tools to help you win, unlock the most powerful fantasy tools in the industry. Don't want to wait for the, the giveaway sign up today at fantasypros.com slash premium and start playing smarter, not there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Jeff T from the Club 520 Podcast. You'll know when you get it. It'll say eBay, authenticity, guarantee. You'll feel it because when it comes to your feet, eBay has your back. Maybe it's a head-turning pair of for hooping or a hot new collab. Whatever you're after, when you cop on eBay, you can trust that your kicks will be checked by experts, not just any expert. Sneaker experts who live and breathe the culture. Real people with real hands-on authentication experience. That's when Blue Checkmark represents on our listing. eBay Authenticity Guarantee, meaning every inch, stitch, sole, logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. So when you finally step into those grill kicks, you'll realize the feeling is unlike any other. And with eBay Authenticity Guarantee, the feeling of real is always within reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. All right, after five rounds, we are Heading into the six, uh, Moody is up. He just took Jordan Addison. I like that pick too. Uh, see, for me, I like 
Debro, I like the deals on wide receivers here better than running backs. And I think that's mm-hmm. why some of the running backs went earlier and you're seeing, you know, like I think Godwin is a steal in the late fifth round. I think Jordan Addison is a good deal here. I love your Judy pick. We saw DJ Moore going here. So to me, I feel like, you know, we saw McLaurin on the board, Burks, Ayuk, Quinn Johnston, Jahan Dotson, Jamison Williams. I still think there are good values at wide receiver. Running back, getting a little thin, but, uh, I mean, Tarek Henry is still on the board. You know, I think he's a deal. Henry's right still now. on the board. Pierce, um, Miles right. Sanders, Akers, Aaron Jones. Like, this, this looks pretty good for running backs. Like, honestly... I know Fitz is about to come up here, and I don't even know if I want to say who I'm looking at uh, a ton here because <laughs> Fitz is going to snipe me again and bring the pain. So That's what um, he does. I'll, I'll, I'll keep my short list in a little bit of reserve, and we can talk about who Fitzy likes here. All right. Well, after Debo went, uh, then Brandon Ayuk and uh, Fitz, you're up again, my friend. Yeah. So um, it's going to be Jahan Dotson. Yeah, and, uh, you know, like a pain I, in that eye. <laughs> I also like Traylon Burks a lot here, but uh, I like Dotson a little more. And um, you know, part of it is just twelve games last year, seven touchdowns, and five weeks as a top twenty wide receiver. I just love Dotson's game. You know, this smaller guy who's really feisty on balls in the air, like big time speed, great hands, and really tough after the catch. Great, uh, and I love Debro's pick as well going with Jamison Williams. Uh, and look, you're letting the running backs tumble here, Debro. but the running backs are, you know, they're in and out of the league. NFL stands for not for long, like Jerry Glanville taught us, and that is what running backs are. So you are getting some sturdy wideouts here, man. Bugs, Dude, who, would I'm you rather have, who would you rather have, Jahan Dotson or Jamison Williams? I'd rather have Jamison. Uh, I just think the upside's higher and, there, plus no quarterback issue. Of course, Caleb Williams might be throwing passes to Jahan Dotson next year mm-hmm. if they play bad. So uh, not let, that that can't change. Or Sam Howell could be better than I anticipate. Um, but for me, it's just the skill set um, and what um, the upside is just enormous uh, with Jamison Williams. So that I, I like him just a little bit more, but I like the Dotson pick too. So they're both great picks. After uh, Jamison goes to Debro, Derek Henry, Cam Akers, Quentin Johnson, Traylon Burks. So we're seeing, I mean, wide receivers are going. Those top three teams that spent those early picks on the QBs need to double up here pretty soon. Yeah, Tater Wolf getting uh, nice value on Traylon Burks at 6'10". Yeah, lots of good wideouts. God, Terry McLaurin. It's almost so when you see the level of wide receivers versus the level of QBs, and there goes Kirk Cousins finally uh, to run hacks for his second QB. But when you see how good these wide receivers are versus the, the QBs that are left, it's hard to say to yourself, all right, I have to take one. Even with, you know, the simple math of there not being enough QBs to go around because uh, everybody needs three, that's 36. And there's only 32, really like 27, 28 uh, for jobs that, you know, flip back and forth um, at the bottom of the league here. George Pickens is the next pick, but uh yeah, so I mean, the wide receivers are just too good to pass up here, right, D bro? I mean, look, I'm feeling pretty good about my team so far. I got Justin Herbert, Deshaun Watson, and then the wide receiver room is stacked with London, uh, Christian Watson, Jerry Judy, and JMO. I might just have to sit here and go wide receiver again, but it kind of depends. I do think that there there is a shelf of running backs that I'm kind of looking at right now. Like if Aaron okay. Jones falls to me, and you're telling me that I've got 
him at least maybe one to two more years of RB1 type of production because his efficiency metrics did not dip at all. AJ Dillon's fell off last year. We could see Aaron Jones still have two more good years in the in the tank. Like he's a guy, if he's still there, um, when I get up here on the board, I'm willing to sit here and press the button. It's really kind of do I stay with wide receivers? Do I go Aaron Jones? Or the other third option that I'm kind of looking at is do I go QB three here? Because it's thinning out a little bit. There's some guys that I still like on the board. Like I st- again, we talked about Kenny Pickett, Russell Wilson. I still like because unless Russell Wilson retires and I've been gobbling up ro- so much Russell Wilson as my QB three in dynasty right now. Yeah. Because unless he retires boys, he's still got, a crap ton of money left in his contract for the next three years. They can't go find somebody else. Yeah. I mean, he's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere unless he retires. And you know what? His his escapability has retired. Unfortunately already. (laughs) That's okay. Sean Payton can do wonders with that. Drew Brees didn't have any wheels and he did just fine. So after uh, cousins, we had Pickens, Goddard, Calvin Ridley, Zay flowers, uh, then Marquise Brown, Debro obviously took Russell Wilson after talking him up there. Uh, Pat Furmuth and now Fitzy, you're up and you take Rashad. I, I tried to warn you against it, but you still took uh, Rashad White. Here. Rashad, let's, what let's... what do you not like about this, Debra, or uh, Boggs? I, I think like Rashad oh, I don't like White it either. Be... You could have mentioned me too. So <laughs> he's going to be it, a safe option for a long time just because he's so good in the passing game as both a pass catcher and a pass blocker like I think he's going to be um you know like that utility for him is going to keep him uh involved in the NFL for quite a while I think I think his skill set's going to age the well floor, the floor is high fits with Rashad White I like him but like I said before if you're taking if they signed Zeke now you're I know losing he's not going to be a bell cop yeah, I know he's not uh, going to be a yeah. he is not going to be a Najee Harris type, um, you know, workhorse. We right. know that. I but. understand that. Yeah, yeah. So after uh, just real quick, after Rashad White, Deontay to Foxworth, Devin takes Christian Kirk, then Amari Cooper goes to Moody. Darren Waller uh, is his double up. Jared Goff, Devin finally gets on the board with a QB, and then Rashad Bateman to Foxworth and Fitz. You're up again. I'm taking Kadarius Tony. Yep. Oh, good. Pick. Nice pick. Good pick. Yeah, like man. And, uh, you know, and I, I'm getting the reach alert here on our uh, draft. Like, I just this guy is still young yeah. and we know he is an athletic marvel. And this guy draws targets at such a high rate. I mean, 17.3 percent of all his snaps in the NFL so far in two years have resulted in a target. That's all snaps running plays, too. This dude gets the ball and now he's going to have, you know, he's had a full off season to get integrated into the Chiefs offense. You know that Andy Reid's had fun drawing up plays for Kadarius Tony in the offseason. And, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes, the most effective target delivery mechanism in the NFL. So I'm pretty excited about Tony's outlook here. And that's the reason why I am still willing to take uh, Juju over Sky Moore. I know Sky Moore should see more looks, but I feel like Kadarius Tony is the most obvious thing they have to a wide receiver one on that team right now uh, with Juju gone. Obviously the number one option in the receiving game is Kelsey, but after that it's kind of open and uh, Tony looked really good there at the end of the year. I really like what uh, D bro did here uh, sticking after Fitz took um, Tony, then Kenny Pickett went to Lucha Libre and then 
uh, Debro, you took Russell and you stuck there and still got Aaron Jones in the eighth. I love that pick after you took Aaron Jones, then Swift, Charbonnet, and Mike Evans. Now we are back uh, to Tater Wolf here, but um, I-, I think you did a good job there. Were you upset that Pickett went ahead of you? I mean, you already had Russell Wilson, so yeah, probably not. No, so I wasn't I upset about that, but, but if anybody's watching this on YouTube and they saw me wince, it's because I see you, Foxworth. We talked about this in Discord. I see you, okay? <laughs> I know you read the article. I get it, okay? You took Rashad Bateman ahead of me. You stabbed me in the heart. That's okay. The rest of this draft, we're going to go back and forth. I'm going to bring the pain right back to you, okay? I feel it. <laughs> so uh, after uh, Mike Evans... Dave Montgomery, Dalvin Cook, Elijah Moore, Antonio Gibson, Aaron Rodgers. So uh, Scotty finally took his second quarterback, Teen uh, T- Tater Wolf. I see almost a Teen Wolf. Uh, Tater Wolf takes uh, Jordan Love here, wow. and then I I think now <laughs> I think now that Devin, who is going like with the youth movement here. Uh, is the only person without two QBs now uh, in round nine. So that feels pretty right. George Kittle, James Cook. So um, Fitzy, still no love for Jordan here? Uh, You know, pun intended? No, I mean, at 904, uh, or excuse me, 903, great value on Jordan Love, I think. I mean, like that is is a great uh, buy. You just don't want to be stuck with him. That that's pretty much. No, what I it mean, is, like right? I'm, I am admittedly pessimistic about his uh, long term outlook, and like I'd rather have Trey Lance, which I don't think is a uh, unanimous opinion in the dynasty community, probably a, a minority opinion. But um, you know, like Trey Lance went what three or four rounds earlier. Uh, yeah, for Tater Wolf to get Jordan Love here at nine oh three, I think is a pretty good value, and a guy who you know could wind up being a franchise quarterback. I'm I'm still skeptical about that, but could be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like to pick, I'm not the biggest Jordan love fan either, but oh my uh, God. Know, and Lucha uh, Libre just totally snaked me on Dalton Kincaid. Ooh, I was Dalton an opportunity well, for me to prove this round has I do been not. a lot of pain. It's, um, <laughs> Pig, Pig, oh, Big Bird and A-Rod just wiped out my cue because mine was James Cook and Keenan Allen. And I was like, ah, Ooh, like those two back-to-back picks just put me in a hurt locker. Yeah, I mean Tyler Lockett is the least sexy pick Debro will ever take. I feel like so. I'm I'm tilted <laughs> to the gr- degree that I had to take Gabe Davis at nine oh nine, and um, you know, like, but it's like a tilted. Pick. It's funny. I was <laughs> I was on a, a CBS uh, podcast with Matt Friedman this week, and Friedman made a pretty good case for Davis maybe being sort of the post-hype sleeper this year like everyone was hyped on him last year but maybe this is the year he breaks out oh man and i was ah, i should have just grabbed mm-hmm. a chain there i was gonna do it the <laughs> next round man i did not play that well i should have taken oh, my god man uh yeah so fitz is no. on full tilt here uh Ox we have Kincaid. left and right baby <laughs> ah, Kincaid no one pick ahead of him uh he kind of scrambly took gabe davis then his boy a chain Gets picked. And by the way, A-Chain just went ahead of Joe Mixon, which is uh, a little surprising to me. And I like Joe Mixon, uh, but that's that's a little surprising to me. Um, so A-Chain, Hopkins, Mixon, Derek Carr, Mike Williams. Foxworth is up to take whoever Fitz wants here uh, in the 10th. And then Fitz, you will be <laughs> up again. So who, who's, who's the plan as of right now? Oh, man, do I tackle? 
I don't know if I can afford to wait. I can hear the pain in his voice right now. I know. Mulling over these and wishing that you could go back in time and take AJ. Well, I tell you what, just hosting and not I having know. to make picks makes this way easier for me. I could just sit back and judge everyone. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. Marvin you know what? Mims, I'm gonna, another fifth guy. I'm going to continue to take shots at the uh, wide receiver room. And I'm going to go with my guy. I already lost out on one of my favorite rookies, so I'm not going to let it happen again. I'm going to take Jonathan ah. Mingo. Mingo, I like that. Pick. I like as a a poor man's Anquan Bolden. Like I, I just think this dude is, uh, you know, so big and strong and hard to tackle. I think he's going to be a really tough possession receiver for a long time, and I, I'm looking forward to seeing the Mingo Bryce Young pairing. Uh, after you went Mingo, Mac Jones goes to uh, Lucha Libre, and Debro is up again here. I'm guessing a running back since you only have one. Yeah. I'm going to go running back here. There's a few good options on the board. Pacheco. Um, AJ Dillon, Kamara's out there, but you know what? I'm going to go Kendra Miller again, third round draft capital. And I'm building out this running back room. I got Aaron Jones. What we still waiting for the news on Alvin Kamara, but if, if let's play this out, boys, if we already had that news in, in, in our wheelhouse right now, we knew Alvin Kamara was missing four to six games. Hell, maybe six to eight games. Maybe he get, gets cut by the saints. Any one of these possibilities, I will not rule out. How much higher would Kendra Miller go if we had that news already? Yeah, I mean, point. it's a great point to make. At and, least two and, rounds, uh, probably? A, a, a round at least, rounds. maybe two? Yeah. yeah, at least two rounds he, he would go higher, I, I feel like. Because I think he would go ahead of A-Chain. Because A-Chain might be the leader there, but he could be third. Like, it's still big questions. Uh, James Cook. A lot of people are convinced James Cook's going to get more. I don't know. Damian Harris was a 200-touch guy with the Patriots. They lost Singletary, who's a 200-touch guy, last year. So uh, James Cook should get more, but I don't know if his role is going to explode exponentially. That That's my kind of reservation on Cook. Kendra Miller versus Gibson in that case, then maybe I like Gibson a little more, but um, you know, I, I think that's a good pick here. After you took Kendra, Brock Purdy, I thought, was a very smart pick by A-Rod. Uh, then Sam Laporta, Alvin Kamara, Chiga Conquo to Tater Wolf, and then Pacheco uh, to Parlay and A.J. Dillon to end out the uh, 10th round. And before we move on here, I just got to tell you guys about Reality Sports Online. And by now, most of you have heard of Reality Sports Online, the powerful fantasy sports platform where owners get to build and manage their fantasy team like an NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? It's time to go see what all the buzz in the Dynasty community is about. Free agency, multi-year contracts, a rookie draft, multi-team trades, franchise tax, contract extensions, first round, rookie options, automated uh, contract and salary cap functionality, and much, much more. think it sounds complicated. It's not. The best thing about Reality Sports Online Fantasy Front Office is that it doesn't take any more time than a standard league. It just requires more strategy. Think you're among the fantasy elite? Well, this is the platform to test your mettle. Still not sure? You can test out your general manager skills for FRWE in a mock. If you like what you see, use the promo code FANTASYPROS to receive a 10% discount on your team or league today. Fantasy just got real at realitysportsonline.com. Calm. So finishing out the 10th round, we saw um, Chig and then uh, Pacheco, Dylan, Rasheed Rice was the first pick in the 11th round. So um, I'm thinking, what, what are you thinking? Are you going to stack up another RB here, D-Bro? I'm so freaking tilted. Can we just, can we make a blanket <laughs> rule that would just pig bird? 
You got to go. You ain't got to go home. <laughs> you just got to get the hell up out of here, okay? <laughs> Taking Sam Laporta from me? Sammy the whole game. This, oh, you, you're you had to know it was coming after Kincaid went, though. Uh, D bro, got to keep that head on a swivel, and, man. And the funny thing is, Pigbird said to me, like in Discord before this, he's like, Can you wear a wire for me so that I know what D bro is, uh, who D bro is, is trying to get? <laughs> Coming for blood, man. I knew it. I knew it. I'm going to hear about this all in the Discord. He's just going to be wagging it in front of me. This roster with Sam Laporta on it. Um, Sammy Ball game was probably going to be the pick there. I've got a few other guys in oh, Pigbird. I just feel like if I talk right now, we are on the clock. You're going to feel these vibes, <laughs> and 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 you're going to just automatically snipe me. Like I know it. My queue is going to get wiped out right now. I only got one person in the queue, but it's gone. It's gone. It's going to happen. Um, I'm going to speak this into existence. I want Roshan Johnson, and if Pigbird takes them right here. I, I I'm just gonna be beside myself. I don't even know what I'm gonna do here. And the seconds are just. I, I hope it's not down. Big Bird. And I, I hope knew it's it. A Rod. I knew it. 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 Oh man, cue up the highlight reel. There it is. I love it. It's Rashid Rice, Brian Robinson, Jaden Reed, Cortland Sutton, Roshan Johnson, as you just heard, and Alexander Madison. Big Bird is in Deep Rose Kitchen. <laughs> just stealing <laughs> all in the food, baby. Head, in your head. So he takes Njoku. Oh, man. Um, <sighs> I took Njoku. I, Full tilt. It's not a tilt pick in the sense that, like, I did need a tight end. I think Joku, Njoku's got, to again, um, I'm buying into the Cleveland offense here. I got Deshaun Watson. Going with Njoku, yes, I wanted Roshan Johnson. <laughs> it's it's it is. Just a little bit. <laughs> A little bit, <laughs> a little, a little tilty. But a little tilty, I'll, I'll turn feeling. this back to y'all while I sit here and chew on my hat for a little bit. I, I tell you what's good though is that, I mean, yes, they're older, but there are some good running backs still on the board, and we're almost at mm-hmm. the end of this uh, yeah. startup mock here. We're only going fourteen rounds deep here uh, in a twelve man. But after Njoku, Khalil Herbert, Fitzy, you taking the risk on Will Levis? I like it. Tell us why. Yeah, I mean, gotta get gotta get a third quarterback, and uh, I'm playing the long game with this team. So Will Levis, I mean, there's definitely a uh, significant bust possibility here. But uh, like, if he hits, he could hit big. Like he he does have that Josh Allen starter kit. So um, you know, I I am not saying he's going to be Josh Allen, but like he has a chance to get there and be a prolific dual threat quarterback. So. Yeah, um, the upside is worth a swing here in the 11th round in, in Superflex, where quarterbacks are really uh, driving the Superflex economy. So uh, after Will Levis, Zach Evans, James Conner, Jacoby Myers. Uh, Fitz, can I guess your strategy here? Even though you just took Will Levis, it, I'm guessing it's probably like um, – an old QB or one that we know that's starting. Maybe it's a Stafford. Maybe you double tap with Tannehill. So you have the starter in Tennessee for the season. Uh, Just because you took Kyler earlier and we don't know how long he's going to miss. Is that the strategy? Am I following you correctly here? Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, So after Evans, James Conner, Jacoby Myers, then we go to the uh, 12th round, Tyler Algier, Tank Bigsby to start the 12th. So sorry, Fitz, go ahead. No, that's okay. Um, man, there's a guy, unless Foxworth 
snakes me here, and he did not. So uh, finally have to address the tight end position, because uh, if I didn't get this guy, boy, I was maybe waiting on Brock Bowers coming out in 2024, <laughs> uh, the, the great Georgia tight end prospect. So uh, I'm going to take Michael Mayer. I knew who, it. You know, might, might be, okay. um, I mean, I do have Sam Laporta ranked higher, but it wouldn't surprise me if Mayer had a better rookie season and a better career. Like, I think they're pretty neck and neck as far as dynasty value. So, um, you know, I like him here. I just don't like that he's maybe going into a dumpster fire offense right away. But uh, I, I do like the player. He should. He's a plug and play. Um, they did sign Austin Hooper as well. But he's a plug and play guy that can drop in and be the starting tight end for the Raiders immediately. They need more targets, especially if Jimmy G isn't the quarterback there. Although we do expect him to be uh, after uh, you took mayor, then Desmond Mitter, as our boy D bro likes to say uh, from the Atlanta Falcons going to Lucha Libre, then uh, Brandon cooks and Josh downs. I love this cooks pick, you know um, you know, Josh downs goes right after him. Maybe if you want the youth, you go there, but I think mm-hmm. D bro, you already have youth. you have London, you have Watson, you have Williams. So getting a, a, a stable wide receiver here in cooks who uh, could be a nice, number two in Dallas, especially with Schultz gone, I think is an excellent pick. I mean, he's old, but he's not washed, people. He was 20th in route win rate last year, or no, 20th in route win rate against man coverage, 27th in overall route win rate. I think Cooks, look, if I get one more year of top 24 production, I'm extremely happy with that. If I get two years of top 36 production where I've gotten him on this roster, I'm totally fine with that. You know, I mean, honestly, like what my cue looked like, I had Michael Mayer at the top. So kudos to Fitz. That was a really good pick because I was going to team him with Njoku because if Njoku doesn't fire this year, he's only got about one year left of good money on his contract. So Cleveland can move on for him. So I was looking to kind of uh, insulate that room. But uh, like I said, Fitz was uh, more wily and took him at me. (laughs) Uh, Josh Downs, after you took Cooks, then Sky Moore, Hendon Hooker, Damian Harris, Sam Howell, Samaje P. Ryan, and Brondell Moore to start the 13th round. So, um, Debro, you're going to be up again. Is there is there a late target in a dynasty startup that, that you're looking for? I mean, this isn't necessarily late for a dynasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, most dynasties go pretty deep. But uh, is there someone that you just want to make sure you're rostering at the end on most teams? I've I've plugged this article a few different times, but again, he's in the article, people. I will not leave a rookie draft. I will not leave a startup draft. I will draft every bit of Puka Nakua that I possibly can okay. in existence right now. He is so dirt cheap. I think in everything out of camp right now and OTAs is coming out positive and smelling like roses right now. Puka is going to be a week one starter. He is going to command targets and he is going to be better than anybody. And he even his round five draft capital in the NFL gives him credit for. Do you so have to draft after... the suit of armor separately for that? Uh, <laughs> he gets hurt so often. I mean, I, I like hey, him hey. as a prospect too a lot, but he has to prove he can stay healthy, man. You're like injury guy... prone until you're not, Fitz. You're injury prone until you're not. That's all I'm going to say. That's true. That's true. Uh, D-Bro on the clock now. Are you going to take Nakua here or just wait till the end? Nah, he's going to be the on-brand pick for the end. Right now, I'm going to address the running back room. Um, I'm going to take Tajay Spears. If this like is the pick. year that Derrick Henry kind of falls off and stuff like that, 
Look, my running back room might not be really sexy for most. I got Aaron Jones, Kendra Miller, uh, Tajay Spears right now. But the thing about it is, Kendra Miller pops. I'm not worried about the running back room. In a deeper dynasty, like if we were going to carry this out for 20 plus rounds, I would just start stacking RB2s on depth charts and wait for injuries and just cobble this together. But the other part about this is, if Tajay Spears does take off this year, if Derrick Henry misses time, he goes out with injury, what have you, he gets traded because that's been floated this offseason. I'll just flip Tajay Spears for a 24 first and just re-roll that bet into next year and then just take a running back next year. I I completely understand that. Eli Mitchell to Fitz, speaking of RB2s, uh, I think that's a very smart pick. Also, uh, Fitz, I feel like that... Uh, Pairs with your mindset on Christian McCaffrey as well, right? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, Devereaux was just talking about RB2s who are positioned well in case of injuries. And, uh, you know, Eli Mitchell, I think, personifies that being with, you know, Christian McCaffrey, who's missed significant time in the past. And we know, as Debro has pointed out on Twitter, that when Mitchell and McCaffrey are both healthy, it's not just the McCaffrey show. Like, Mitchell plays and gets the ball. So he's got some yeah. standalone value. He's not just a handcuff guy. Um, you know, I, I don't like that he doesn't catch a lot of passes. So that definitely limits his ceiling in Dynasty, where it's usually PPR. But, um, you know, I, I still, he's young and he sort of fits my build. So, um, and, you know, rather than go for uh, more running backs, I think I'm going to take another tight end here since I sort of waited on that position. I'm going to go with Cole Komet with my last pick. Um, I know the target outlook is not pretty on what's probably going to be a run-heavy team, but I do think Cole Komet is, is pretty good. I mean, he led the Bears in, what, targets, catches, receiving yards, pretty much every receiving stat last year. Um, you know, and let's just granted, hope that there's more touchdown opportunity in Chicago as there should be yes. they were pretty pathetic yes. on offense last year. And he could be, uh, the biggest piece of that. So, uh, love that, uh, love that pick fits a uh, tank Dell to Lucha Libre for his last pick. And then here's the on brand Debro pick. Unless this is a little shallow to take Nakua, you could take some. Uh, I'm I'm gonna. It's a little shallow. I'm going to address the running back position. The on brand pick would be Puka Nakua here. I'm taking Rashad Penny here because the fact of it is, is that with, with this running back room, when you get later rounds of dynasty drafts, not only are you looking to address your roster, but you're also looking for guys that, okay, if they hit during the season, can I flip this player for a 24 second, a 24 first? What can I do in trades for also gaining equity by a player? That's Rashad Penny. Because if he fires this year, if he's playing good, and I'm not even talking about like middle of the season or end of the season, four or five games into the year, and he's sitting here racking up 15 to 18 carries a game, I could probably flip him for a 24 second. And if that's the case, I'll get out of that. That's fine. Totally fine. So that's where you kind of shift in these startups to not only say, what does my roster need, but what could I do after the startup is over if this player hits? Uh, yeah. Absolutely. So uh, let's take a look. It looks like the last selections here. Uh, Boggs, your in influence the, on uh, Tater 14th Wolf round. is evident. He took John <laughs> Matchy. 
Oh, yeah. Hey, look, you should uh, at the end here. So after Penny went to Debro, it ended out Trey McBride, Jelani Woods, a couple good shots on tight ends. Jawan Jawan Johnson was the very last pick in this draft. So uh, lots of uh, dart throws on tight ends at the end. Jamal Williams in the last round just shows you how good, uh, how much the running backs fall in the super flex as well. Jamal Williams, John Mechie, as Fitz mentioned, and Romeo Dobbs as well. So Fitz, you tried something new here at the top. You went with Bijan first. Uh, I know it made you a little leery on your QBs. You ended up with Richardson and um, with Richardson and Kyler Murray and Will Levis. Also, you're very young in your QB core. Um, how did you like this strategy? And this is what mocks are for, everybody. That they're to kick around new ideas, try different draft strategy. Uh, you know, and this is more of a hey, look, if we're doing a dynasty startup. What would the what would it look like at the very top for Superflex? Uh, how did you like how it turned out? And do you think this is a strategy that you would implore people to use? Or after trying it, do you say maybe I'll stick to my QB QB strategy that I normally do in Superflex? I think it pairs okay with the um, so there are three basic dynasty strategy uh, strategies you can have in startups, and that's uh, win now, win in year two or productive struggle where you're committed to sort of the, the slow burn, the slow build. And um, this time I tried the productive struggle. And, uh, you know, it. I, I think that lends itself better to the foregoing a quarterback uh, early approach, perhaps, because, you know, I was able to get a, a really young, promising quarterback in Anthony Richardson and, uh, you know, getting Kyler, the discount on Kyler, because, hey, Productive mm-hmm. struggle. I don't need to win this year anyway. I'm not really going to have Kyler for the right. championship push that I'm I'm not going to be making anyway. So, um, yeah, I kind of like how it worked out, actually. Uh, I, I was skeptical. It, it, I thought it was going to be a, a pretty gruesome quarterback scene, but it was better <laughs> I like than I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, look, you know, if you are at the bottom this year in the standings, there are two major QB prospects as of right now uh, that are scheduled to enter the NFL draft next year and Drake may from UNC and Caleb Williams from USC. So uh, good prospects up top. If you, uh, you know, do struggle through the first year. So uh, a lot of people did that in a standard league for Bichon. Don't, don't sleep on Michael Penix jr. Either Boggs. I watched him in Indiana. So I'm all the way asleep fits. Uh, I'm asleep. <laughs> On Michael Penix. Uh, <laughs> look, uh, I, may, maybe I'll like him more, but uh, I, I'm asleep right now. I'm taking a nap on Michael Penix compared to those two. Like maybe he's good, but yeah, uh, not going to be for me. Uh, Debro, uh, you went with the QB QB strategy, the Herbert and Watson. Then you went four wide receivers heavy here. Mm-hmm. Um, took your third QB, Russell Wilson, before you took your first RB. So you went Aaron Jones, Kendry Miller, Tajay, and Penny to end it out. Uh, you ended up with David Njoku. Got sniped on a couple of tight ends here that you liked, but you ended up with Njoku, a good one. So how did you like your QB, QB, hit the wide receiver hard before you take those running backs and let the running backs fall strategy? Is that something that you like? Is this mock kind of not your style? What do you think? This this is exactly like the type of dynasty team that I build. This is on brand fully on brand for me um it's it's quarterback strong it's smack the wide receivers and where it really kind of comes down to a decision point for me in a lot of spots and i and i pushed it was that i was i was debating on where do i go so like 
at the sixth round, after I hit three wide receivers and two quarterbacks, like almost every dynasty superflex startup, I'm going QB QB. Um, and I talked about that earlier. And then I'm starting with wide receivers, but at round six and seven is kind of where I was looking at. Do I start filling in the running back room? And the player that I that I kind of was looking at, or two players that I was looking at there, um, one was Cam Akers. And I probably should have taken him there, but I took Jamison Williams. I think in a dynasty only vacuum, I would rather have Jamison Williams over Cam Akers. But looking at my roster and things of that nature, I was considering Cam, but I was wondering if I could get him at, at the next uh, at the next round. But of course, Pigburn made sure that wasn't going to happen. So took Cam Akers. But honestly, man, I like this team a lot. Like, I'm sitting here with Justin Herbert, Deshaun Watson, Drake London, Christian Watson, Jerry Judy, J-Mo, Russell Wilson is my QB3, and even like piecing together running backs, man. Aaron Jones, I got to lead the the room, and then I'm like, then it kind of comes down to whether you're looking at like hero running back strategies, zero RB strategies in Dynasty, you only have to have to start two running backs in Don, in this league that we right, have right right this fictitious league so if Aaron Jones is taking up one of those spots on a weekly basis all i'm saying because right now with the wide receivers i have i'm playing a wide receiver whether it's Tyler Lockett, Jamo or Cooks in my flex on a weekly basis all i have to do is decide okay this week for my RB2 spot is it going to be Kendra if Alvin Kamara goes bye bye that could be a weekly Kendra is my weekly RB too. So I'm happy where I got him or I'm just saying, well, is it Tajay Spears or Rashad Penny? I feel okay looking at this roster and saying I could probably piece together and play matchups right now as this sits constructed right now and play Penny or Kendra Miller and get enough production out of that RB2 spot that I'm going to make it up with the wide receivers that I have on my team. I like it. And uh, I'm going to ask you this too, D bro, but Fitzy, when you look at the draft board here, is there another team outside of yours, outside of D bros that you look at and you go, Hey, I, I really like this build. Um, Cause I can tell you just personally, my two favorites that aren't you guys. I like what T Mac did going RB heavy early because I'm an RB guy. Uh, he went Burrow and Bryce Young at, in rounds one and three, Barkley, Kenneth Walker, Javante in rounds two, four, and five. And then he filled in the wide receivers a little bit later. Quentin Johnson, Calvin Ridley, Mike Evans, Cortland Sutton uh, got a good tight end, one of the top tight ends in George Kittle. So it's very much a win now team. Uh, I think I liked that team a lot. And I like Lucha Libre who waited on QBs a little bit, but got CJ Stroud in the third, got Kenny Pickett in the eighth. Uh, and then he filled in with chase and waddle as his first two picks still ended up with Najee in the fourth Damian Pierce in the sixth. And um, his next running back was Herbert and Clyde Edwards Lair kind of throwing darts at the end. But I think those are the two outside of yours that I like their start. Um, uh, and I like this build pretty well. Who else outside of you and Debro did you like Fitzy? Yeah, um, I like, I mean, I like Debro's build for sure. That's kind of the way I liked. I thought Pigbird knocked it out of the park pretty mm -hmm. much with, uh, you know, getting the, the quarterbacks kind of like, wait, he didn't take his first quarterback until the fourth round and then gets Tua and Trey Lance. And I'm, I'm more of a Trey Lance guy than other people. Gets Tannehill later. 
Like he's probably going to need to work on one of those QB situation, uh, one of those QB spots. Sure. But man, he gets Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, Zay Flowers, um, pretty good start at wide receiver, and then some firepower running back with McCaffrey, Akers, Zach Charbonnet. Um, you know, and I, I thought Tater Wolf did really well too, getting uh, you know, the 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 anchor with Josh Allen, and then a uh, top three wide receiver trio of Amon Ra. Devonta Smith and uh, Traylon Burks, like that's that's. I like the running solid. backs for him too. Jacobs yeah, in the and fourth, Chubb. Chubb in the fifth. Right, he that's just kept a... scooping up the veteran values. But um, and then man, I mean, uh, Scotty is probably going to be ready to uh, contend right away because look at the firepower he loaded up with, going Ooh, for Hill, veterans. Tyreek Hill, yeah, Stephon Diggs, Devonta Adams, Austin Eckler. Like, I mean, he's probably the year one favorite. Yeah, I mean, that's a great build there. Anybody else, uh, D-Bro? Anybody else you like? I mean, Scotty has, like, probably the favorite to win. Like, just like Pat said, that that's your championship. Like, that's the team that people will be chasing this year. Could be hurting after a year or two. But, again, it depends on what you do with this roster. But that is a full win-now team. Um, I'll, I'll sit here and point out Pigbird. I love this team. This feels like a team, like, it's on brand for something I would draft as well. The only thing I think the difference I would have made with Pigbird's team is instead of um, because looking at how the draft played out, I would have gone Geno Smith over Trey Lance and then maybe taken Trey Lance if they would have if he would have fallen to the next round and insulated the quarterback position a little bit better, taking that like that high upside kind of uh, situation because with with it being super flex, he could be hurting in his quarterback position if you because again we're talking about like but. Could they could Pig Bird sit here and take a quarterback in 24, like in the rookie draft, sure, and insulate that? Yeah, that's possible. But it, it looking in the context of the startup, that's the only other thing. But then I gotta sit here and shout out Foxworth. Like, this is a fantastic team. Trevor Lawrence, AJ Brown, Travis Kelsey, Daniel Jones, JK Dobbins, Ayuk, Deontay Johnson, Bateman, A Chain, Mims. That is a really that is a really strong start. I really like that team. I mean, Schultz and, uh, you know, Kelsey at tight end there. So you have depth uh, plus all those good wide receivers. Another team I want to mention, just I like the the build that we haven't Moody at the very yeah, end. At pick that's 12. What I was, was going to say both of the guys on the turn run hags at the beginning. Like those guys did pretty well. Yeah. Too. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they played the turn exceptionally like yeah. Fields and Prescott rounds. One and three from Moody. His wide receivers, he got CD in the second. He took Addison in the fifth, Amari Cooper in the seventh, then Jacoby Myers, Mooney, and Collins. Like boring but solid guys. And then the running backs, Pollard in the fourth, Miles Sanders in the sixth, got Joe Mixon in the ninth. Uh, I mean, Tyler Algier in the twelfth. Good deals at running back as well. But uh, we hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you so much for joining us on the Superflex Dynasty Startup Mock. Uh, we'll be doing more mocks, and please check out I- any mocks you want to do. You can play with real people, as we did from the Fantasy Pros Discord, or against the CPU. It's just as good uh, to do it there as well. So uh, please go to fantasypros.com slash draftwizard to check it out. Uh, Fitz at Fitz underscore FF on the Twitter machine. Debro at Debro underscore FFB. I am at Bogman Sports, and we will see you guys next week. Take it easy, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Pros Dynasty Football Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Fantasy Pros and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash fantasy pros.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.